happen. to the Horse Talk Show on Florida Sports Talk Radio. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah! and welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting live this morning from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, our PhD, Squeak Larkins. Good morning. Morning, Squeak. And we have a very special guest this morning who hopefully will stay yeah. with us for the entire show, but will at least be here for a couple of segments this morning, and that is Tevis Cup winner, Ocala yes. resident, superstar, champion, Heather Reynolds, lovely yeah. to have you here, Heather. Thank you. Congratulations on the win. Very excited for you. We're going to be talking to Heather in the next segment coming up. Uh, she's actually going to be with us for the second and third segment. Then we'll have our veterinarian from Peterson and Smith talking about strangles this morning. Then we'll have Boo yeah. uh, Flournoy joining us for the barrels. Right. And then we're going to close it out with Jessica Lynn from Edsong Ranch. And she is going to be talking about uh, all kinds of hurricane preparedness. And she's in California. So <laughs> fire she's, preparedness, yes. which they need a lot of, unfortunately, at the moment. So lots of prayers and thoughts out to them in California. And uh, we'll talk to her. her. Actually, I have her um, sheets here with the information on. Uh, that she prepared and it's one of the best emergency preparedness sheets for horse people ever so um, I'll share that with you anybody who'd like to get a copy of that later on I'd be happy to send it to them so uh, before we get started though I'm going to do a little bit of news Bob Baffert bought a horse this week and he, he sort of likes the sire a little bit yeah <laughs> a million dollars a little bit yeah in Saratoga on August the 6th Bob Baffert bought a son of American Pharaoh. Yes, he did. He said, uh, this guy's sire made me famous. <laughs> so that was his first Triple Crown win. And, of course, he's had a second one with Justify since then. Uh, but a million? It's yeah. pretty good for a young yeah, horse, that's I'd pretty say. darn good. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, very excited to see what happens with those Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh babies now. And I'll tell you what, he is putting his stamp on them because they look like him. This horse, to me look just like a twin so oh, maybe that's it'll, cool maybe it'll yeah. be out of run absolutely <laughs> I just got a little bit of news uh, this morning that there is a confirmed case of encephalitis in Suffolk Virginia it's actually the first case in Virginia this year um, but it does make us aware the mm -hmm. horse unfortunately did pass away um, and uh, we know that's a serious one so if you're not vaccinated you need to get vaccinated and we do know we are in the mosquito time of the year Yep. So uh, it is important to make sure you're up to date on that and to watch for symptoms uh, because it is the worst time of year. We've had a lot of rain 
and um, so it certainly is a time to uh, to be more yeah. aware of that and call Peterson and Smith if you need to get a veterinarian out quickly they have uh, numerous ambulatory vets that will come out and take care of that for you uh, in uh, in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana this week, interestingly enough, and I, I don't know as of last night if anyone has claimed this horse, but there was an accident and um, a silver 2015 to 17 Ford pickup was present. Um, the horse that was involved in the accident in the trailer was actually abandoned and they are currently trying to seek the owner that is in Caddo Parish in Shreveport. Animal service authorities are seeking any information about the ownership of the horse that was abandoned on Interstate 20. Wow. That's the craziest wow. thing. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's very strange. It's an accident with <laughs> yeah. a horse, but imagine just leaving the scene. That scene. is bizarre. No, that <laughs> is not? very bizarre, unless you were stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. You know. Squeak. You might be onto <laughs> something. something. <laughs> Why else would you leave the scene and leave your that's horse? That's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, citizens are urged to contact Caddo Parish Animal Services at 318-226-6624. Uh, in some eventing news, Caroline Martin and Sarah Kozompik uh, Murphy are both on the mend after falling on cross-country courses um, at Millbrook Course Trials in Millbrook, New York on August 5th. Uh, Murphy, 39, uh, actually fell at the wagon, fence number 18. I don't know about you guys, but when I watch eventing, I'm <laughs> always amazed. Yeah. I, I did some eventing when I was a little girl, mm -hmm. but I didn't jump the size of the jumps. Oh, they I know. jump at like the Ocala Jockey Club tables and oh, cars. No, I, yeah, I it's know, not something it's, I touched. No. <laughs> I'll go 100 miles, I'm not leaving the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Not Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but some of that terrain you do is, is pretty hardcore. But yes, I agree. Some of these jumps are like, I mean, you can't even imagine. They're, they're, they're humongous. Like Death-defying obstacles. They are. Yeah, yeah. I know they were jumping a truck at the, um, at the Ocala oh Jockey Club yeah. last, last year, and I was like, it's yeah. a truck. Amazing. You know? <laughs> it really is. It is. And when you see the picnic table, mm -hmm. it's huge. huge. I mean, you could lie like six people across it, and these horses just go over it like it's, so it's not even impressive. there. But yes, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so it's 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 kind of scary to watch, but um, Murphy is undergoing surgery um, or did rather on August 6, according to her husband. Um, the doctor's nurse is taking excellent care, and um, they think uh, that she's blessed, and it could have been a lot worse. Oh, that's good. So um, yes, and and fortunately, um, very fortunately, Martin's Gelding was uh, was unhurt. Um, uninjured and was actually transported um, to Mid-Hudson Regional Hospital uh, for a checkup. So uh, hoping for the best with all of those uh, healing up and uh, we're just uh, we're excited this week to be here for the show and to have so much to give you. We're going we're gonna to be talking to Heather. We're going to have two segments with her so that's going to be coming up next. I've um, got lots and lots of questions uh, to ask her. Anything exciting in barrel racing going on? Any big news? Uh, well, no other than the, the fact that um, it's that you know time of year that they're starting to again have some of the big MBHA what they call super shows and there's one in Richmond, Virginia coming up this coming weekend. It's called the Colonial. And I mean, that's when, you, when I say big ones, you're talking 500 people running. So, you know, but we have a lot of big shows like that. A lot of times it always- What's the it, money in that one? Um, you know, because it is a 4D concept where they pay, you know, the divisions, you, you know, it doesn't, when you hear the added money, it'll be like 50,000 added, but then that's gonna be, 
you know, spread out, plus entry fees, but the, the, that will be spread out over a 40, over actually three go-rounds, because they'll have two long goes and a short go, and so it's, you know, it's pretty, um, these super shows are pretty cool. They have, have them in different areas, like they have, they have one called the Dixie Nationals in Jackson, Mississippi, and and this is the one in Richmond, Virginia, called the Colonial, which is that draws a lot of people from the Northeast down for it. So, yeah, they'll they'll be a lot. And they, I ha, I have you know friends going that are from here that are going from here. Very nice. Yeah. And if you're fortunate enough to be in Ocala, Marion County, today they have a nice little Pasofino show. Um, it's the final qualifier for the nationals mm -hmm. for people to get their points. Oh yeah. So cool. uh, if you're interested in seeing a Pasofino move. It's uh, pretty neat to watch. Uh, they are at the Livestock Pavilion here in the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion this weekend and will be competing today. And it should be uh, pretty, pretty fun to go and watch. I think there's about 120 competitors that will be in this one. And, uh, and it's neat to go down there and uh, watch their, uh, you know, the part that fascinates me is the judges judge the Pasofinos by the sound I on the know, board. I know, that's what's so neat. It's Which for me, I'm like, how can you, how can it you all get... sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all clipped. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all neat to watch, but it they is. do, they judge yeah, it by the sound. That's, that's, that's what how I, fast they get going. That's what, uh, yeah, that's what Willie and Alberto was telling me, is by the sound of them going across those yeah. boards. That's Isn't really that amazing. Wild. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm fascinated by how on earth, I guess you get an ear. Little tap yeah. dancers. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I always love going to the uh, standard bread races because I like to hear the sound. I know, it's neat. Because it's so it? different than, you know, race, you know, thoroughbreds. It's just so the, different. The sound I like. I love the clip plop. You know, when yeah. we used to ride in England, to go meet the hunt, the fox hunt, we would go down the little lanes and everything, and I can still hear that little, mm -hmm. you know, on the lanes headed down to the pub for the meet. <laughs> and uh, so I love that, love that sound. Uh, last bit of news, Breeders' Cup, which of course will be in November, mm -hmm. um, which is the most prestigious international racing and the richest weekend in racing, I think it's 28 million, mm -hmm. um, which is November oh, nice. 2nd and 3rd at Churchill Downs. Um, the the musical headliner will be DJ Vice. Oh, imagine that! <laughs> Interesting mix for horse yeah. people, right? Exactly. Uh, it's a, this is a quote: Vice's participation in the 2018 Breeders' Cup is a testament to the Breeders' Cup commitment of providing fans with a comprehensive and world-class luxury lifestyle experience. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know that was Vice, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. And it's at iconic Churchill Downs. And of course, we'll be there uh, covering all of those races for you. And we're pretty excited as we, uh, even though Justify is not in it, it'll still be. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll give it'll good be magic exciting, a shot yeah. at, the, at the classic. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Sorry, good magic. I don't think you would have had it otherwise. <laughs> We are going to come back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. We're going to be talking to Heather, and uh, she's going to share some of her experiences. We're going to talk to her a little bit about her wins, uh, training her horses, if she'll tell us any of her trade secrets. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about her breeding and her and her husband's uh, teamwork together to make such a great success to help to give Ocala the title horse capital of the world because we have so many mm -hmm. superstars right here yeah. in our town and county. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be right back.
Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida, Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at Peterson Smith. Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC vitamins and minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, receive $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. So beat the heat with one-stop shopping. Horsey or not, and earn $10 for every $50 you spend from now until August 25th. So come on in, cool off, and shop at your favorite and newly remodeled dog-friendly tax store. Tax Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store. New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com for more. 
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital this hour. And speaking of Mike Smith, I know you're probably not out of bed yet, Mike, because you're in California. But happy birthday of yesterday. Happy birthday, Mike. I hope happy it birthday. was yeah. a wonderful day. You are such an awesome guy. We all love you. Such a fantastic ambassador for the sport. Always putting up with us media people bothering you. Uh, and, of course, Mike Smith won the Triple Crown this year on Justify. And uh, he's a Hall of Fame jockey, and we love him to pieces. So we hope he had a blessed day yesterday. And we hope he had a wonderful, wonderful birthday celebrating a wonderful person. Absolutely. Uh, I am your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins, Good our morning. PhD. She's the one that makes me look smart, <laughs> and I need a lot of help with that. <laughs> Not uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we have special guest Heather Reynolds here with us this morning, and uh, we're going to chat to her a little bit. Um, Heather and Jeremy met in 2001 uh, on what was Jeremy's second endurance ride, um, the, sh the Fort Shelbourne XP. They got married a year later, and they launched Reynolds Racing. Uh, was you were based in Los Angeles, right? Um, actually, for a very brief moment. Very brief. <laughs> yeah, it was more the Bay Area, San Jose, really? California. Yeah. So, uh, and then and, and came here and settled right here with us in uh, in Ocala. We love that they're here, and uh, they have a very very successful endurance training and breeding business. And they do something that some endurance people don't do. This is their living their business and their way of life, uh, which is fantastic. I think they're, they're living it, they're living the dream. Uh, they're not just riding, but they're, they're, they have it from beginning to, to end. Yeah. And of course, Heather just won the Tevis Cup uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Right. And congratulations. Thank you. That's yeah. incredible. That's your third win. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Gosh, I guess you know how to do it now. <laughs> Still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you got started in endurance. Well, um, actually, it's a funny thing. My parents found an ad in the local Penny Saver magazine. <laughs> and this woman had put an ad there saying, feed horses in exchange for riding. And so they called for me, and I was 11 at the time. And I couldn't wow. feed when she needed because I was in school. <laughs> but she really liked kids, and she happened to be an endurance rider. So she started mentoring me. How cool. Yeah. Oh, she neat. stole the That's promise. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does she follow you still? Oh, yeah. Yep. I yep. bet she thinks, She's wow, my that was endurance a good choice. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good choice. Uh, and if you're wondering what this shirt is right here, Ride Like a Girl. Yeah. You can tell people what that is. There's yeah. a reason I have Ride Like a Girl on here, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and I had my Ride Like a Girl shirt on for the majority of the Tevis. Oh, cool. Yeah. Apparently it works to Ride Like a Girl. You can yeah. win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were 11 when you got interested. Mm -hmm. in endurance and then how long before you actually went on your first race? I was 11. Oh, you yeah. did it? Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> right away. Yes. Right away. Yeah, and it was funny because my mentor took me on a 20 plus mile training ride and I was still riding in jeans and a bicycle helmet and mismatched gear and <laughs> and I had horrible raspberries on the inside of my knees. Oh no. And after the 20 mile training ride she asked, so are you ready to settle up and do this again? Because you know, we were going to do a 50 mile ride for the first race <laughs> and she was not serious but she wanted to see what my answer would be i said well do you have any band-aids <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i was game <laughs> you know you, you, that just had a, a british banter just for a second i didn't know what a band-aid was when i first moved uh, oh no <laughs> in england we call them a plaster 
A oh. oh, Mom, I need a plaster, plaster. for my boo-boo. <laughs> there's your British banter of the day. Oh. Uh, it just made me think of it when you said that. I know, that's, that's yeah. I know, but that's so funny, though. Well, I mean, Band-Aid was that thing they did back in whatever that was in the 90s where they did the... Um, the concert yeah. for the kids in Africa. Oh. That was Band-Aid. Band oh. <laughs> oh, well, they were Band-Aids long before that concert, too. <laughs> we had Band-Aids long before that. Band-Aid? What's yeah. that? Is it a fundraiser? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a plaster. See, what it, it was, it was a, a particular type of plaster, is what it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a Band-Aid. You're right. <laughs> so you have an incredible record of success. You won the Tevis Cup three times. How many times have you ridden the Tevis Cup? Uh, I've completed only seven times now. I, d I would hate to actually know how many times I've started the race. Uh, the faster you go, the higher your odds are of not finishing the race. Really? Mm -hmm. Yes, because you're just taking more risk. And it's mm -hmm. a 50% completion rate if you're just going to complete. Mm. So your completion rate drops significantly the faster you go. I think at the 86 mile mark, I've been disqualified probably five or six times when I was in the top three each oh, of those wow. times. So, and that's a depressing place to be mm -hmm. eliminated because you have to hike three miles up a very steep hill while your competitors are going down to this lovely river. You're hiking like up, 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 oh, and it's no. just like, oh, this is awful. And oh, it was that always, is, that's yeah, a terrible place. Oh, it was yeah. awful, but they were always, you know, just a little off, a little lame. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of downhill at the Tevis, and it ends mm -hmm. up making them front end sore yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah their yeah. chest and shoulders take a so, lot. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Now, um, Generally, and I'm sure it varies from year to year, but about how many people don't get to finish? About 50%. This so year, it's like half. Yeah, this year it was worse. This year it was 42% completion. Wow. It was oh, so wow. almost 60% yeah. so, did not. So how, yes. many, how many are usually starting? They limit it at 250 starters, but I believe this year there was around 160 starters. Yes, mm. I think I read. Yeah. There was about, yeah. Wow. Okay. wow. So you might really get prepared for this take a great deal of time getting ready for it and then go and yeah and you know it's a funny thing just amongst competitors it's a big deal just to arrive at the starting line of the Tevis <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> there's so many things that just come up I mean if you tell your horse the word Tevis they magically have a breakdown <laughs> <laughs> you don't mention the word you know, ever <laughs> yeah, just, yeah we're going to that ride out west that ride yeah <laughs> don't say tell Tevis. them the Tevis yeah, yeah. So is it the toughest? Is it, it is. just really difficult? It is very difficult. I read that it was. It's yeah. very difficult. No, it's 100 miles. 100 miles. And, and, it, and in 24 hours. Yes. Yep. It yeah. just seems mind-boggling to yeah. me when I think of a horse being prepared to do 100 miles. In yeah, and there's hours. three distinct breakdowns of the race itself, at least in our coaching and mm -hmm. strategizing. The first third of the race is major hazards, cliffs, rocks, slabs of granite, things like this that you're going over. So we call that like the survive section. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the midsection of the race where it's all the canyons and the you know extreme heat and mm -hmm. lots of bees. Um, oh, really? So we yeah. So we call that the maintain section. Like you just maintain and and then there's the last third that's more downhill and to the river and we call that see what you got. Yeah. See what you got. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's where the race kind of starts. You know, 70, 70 miles. So for we have a lot, a lot of listeners who are just learning about the horse world. Um, how often do they stop you and check you during this endurance race? And do you, is it veterinarians and technicians? And what do they check? And just kind of give us a little overview of it for our... Yeah, so typically this. speaking on an endurance ride, you're stopped every 15 to 20 miles and you have a full veterinary examination. And they check the metabolics, the hydration, mm -hmm. any surface wounds, if the horse is lame, 
and the heart rate. And so if any of those parameters are not agreeable, then you need to just stop. You just stop. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's mandatory. It's not like optional, but right. you know, of course, you typically agree that yes, you should stop. Yes. That's uh, a hard very rare makes. that you would have a disagreement <laughs> yeah. with the veterinarian. It's like, yeah, I see that. We yeah. should stop. Um, mm -hmm. At the Tevis, it's a bit unusual. I wish I knew exactly how many checkpoints there were, but there's something like seven or eight different veterinary checkpoints. Mm. And normally at a race, each checkpoint yes. has a mandatory stop. So mm -hmm. you would come into the checkpoint, you have to get the horse's heart rate down usually to 60 or 64 mm -hmm. beats a minute, and then your time would begin. Like if it's a one hour stop, once your horse reaches 60 or 64, whatever they've set ahead of time, then your one hour would begin at that point. So there's a lot of strategy when you come in if you come in really yeah. hot and your horse's heart is maybe 80 yeah. and someone comes in five minutes behind you and they're at 60, they just made it five minutes of time without doing anything. Right. Wow. Yeah. So at the Tevis, there's only two actual mandatory timed stops and the rest are up to the rider at your own discretion. So each of those vet checks, you still have to pass the veterinary parameters, but you get to decide Side whether you how go. long to stay or yeah. not stay or if you're going to stop and feed the horse or if you're going to continue on. So. So a lot more strategy now. there. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. I know. It's got to be a like really a thrill. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, Edward and I were just in Montana a couple of weeks ago and we were just on foot, you know, just exploring and whitewater rafting and zip lining and hiking and doing these. And even that to me was, I mean, we actually went up a trail to a waterfall where there was a big sign that said, don't go without bear spray. <laughs> oh, we didn't have bear spray. <laughs> so we went anyway. You yeah. know, we're like, well, we'll do what they <laughs> recommend, which is they say, back off and talk to it in an English accent, and then it'll know you're a person. <laughs> Actually, didn't say English accent, but it said, yeah. talk to it, and it'll know you're a person, <laughs> and then it'll go away and leave you alone. So <laughs> I thought, well, in English accent, I'd have a better shot. <laughs> so, um, but, but I think about like how exciting that adventure was, and we weren't even on horses, yeah. you know? So I think now, gosh, that's gotta be just like, whew, Yeah, and you know? at yeah. the Tevis, there's a swinging bridge. There's, oh, wow. there's signs oh, wow. that say precipitous trail ahead. Oh, careful. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely an adventure. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. And you won it. Out yeah. of all those people. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty thrilling. And you were like 18 minutes ahead, I think, of yeah. the next yeah. person yeah. that came in second behind you. Right. Yeah, and most of the day I was minutes. 20 yeah, minutes behind most of the day. Oh, were you? How do you, how'd you make it up? Just yeah. had a On that see what you got section. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see. You had it. I had it. Yeah. You had it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's incredible, really. Gosh, and three times. Yeah, it's pretty thrilling each time. Now, where'd your husband come? Because he was in the race too, right? So, unfortunately, at 94 miles, he was withdrawn. Uh, so the yeah. horse came up with a sore hind end. Uh, yeah. Are you competitive at home about, I'm going to kick your butt? No, usually, <laughs> like, at any other race, we would just tie. But the Tevis doesn't allow ties. Uh, so, but really, we weren't ever riding together. Even though on the trackers, it, it shows that we were together a lot. He gets off and runs a tremendous amount on foot. Because he's, yeah, he's an ultra runner. So oh. he gets off oh, in the canyons. Oh, I didn't even realize people did that. Oh, he's run the Tevis foot race, which is the Western States 100-mile run, where there's no horses oh, involved. Oh, wow. No horses. So he's done that. <laughs> so he can run, he probably ran 25, 30 miles of this 100-mile horse race on foot. And he does that somewhat to save his horse. Yeah. And is so that, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Yeah. And because of this, we end up <laughs> pacing completely differently, because yeah. I'm yeah, not I see doing that. that. Yeah. So yeah. that maybe he's running down the canyon, and I'm riding, and then he'll you hike see and this? catch up. You see this? Yeah. Ride like a girl. That right. means you're smart. You stay on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> 
I probably did six <laughs> miles on foot, but yeah, yeah. typically not thirty. Not thirty. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, that's so what is the what is the typical horse that you usually have that you get started for one of these? So Arabians are the dominant breed, but okay. there's, there's a lot of mules that do it. Uh -huh. uh, Mustang actually won the Hagen Cup this year, which is the best condition award. So oh, that's wow. really, and that horse looked hands down the best. Like there was oh. no question in my mind that oh, that cool. horse was going to win it. So yeah, you can use any breed. Yeah. There's Zorse, Zorse yeah. that does. But what do you, what do you, what do you usually choose? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yes, and they, they do distance very right. well. Right. They've been known for that for, for thousands of years. Thousands. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's yeah. true. Now, where else have you raced? Have you raced overseas? Yes. So I've raced in Malaysia, England, Spain, France, mm -hmm. Dubai, wow. Colombia, <laughs> and that really foreign place, Canada. <laughs> Just a few places. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a few places. <laughs> yeah, what was it like awesome. to race in England? In England, it was fun. We had crumpets. <laughs> it was delicious. We should have crumpets yeah. this morning. Yeah. Brian Cox <laughs> from New Millennium Realty. Where are you this morning? We want some crumpets. <laughs> crumpets. I right. love crumpets. You know, they used to have them at Publix here. They don't have, they them, don't have them anymore. Oh, I know. So, so was in Dubai, was it uh, desert? It's or? desert. It's very different. It's Completely different sport over there. Yeah, it is doesn't it? look the same as here. No, no, no. no. Is it is, is it are the people there really hardcore that race in Dubai? It seems like they would be. Um, they're very professional. Actually, they have huge stables. Um, mm. Each horse has their own groom. It was pretty mm -hmm. impressive. Really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I always wanted to go to Dubai. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. I want to go to the Dubai World Cup yeah. in March. I know. Malaysia <laughs> was really fun though. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Malaysia. They had a. It was a test event for the World Championship, and they needed a certain amount of completion you know, rate uh -huh. to be approved because it's such extreme weather. Yeah. And so the powers that be in Malaysia decided to look at everyone's record and invite the international riders that have the best records because mm -hmm. they needed that completion. Oh, and so I they put see. us up for a month oh. to get the horses, you know, right. over yeah, there and, and we yeah. finished and they got it approved and the next year it was a world championship. Oh, so cool. how are the temperatures in that? Is it really hot? It was like here. And oh. we started the race at 5 p.m. and raced through the night. And it was a monsoon. And there were monkeys. Oh, and my all gosh. sorts of stuff up there. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. like a total monkeys. adventure. <laughs> monkeys <laughs> and monsoons. I know. <laughs> and this the, girl's not a horse rider. <laughs> yeah. She's and brave. The hotel the had laundered, they'd laundered my tights before because I'd been there yeah. in a month. And some of my riding pants. And when I began the race and the skies opened up and it was raining, my riding tights were frothing. Oh my, some, oh my gosh, I'm like, my pants are You're not are just rabid. a rider. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there should be bravery awards for endurance I, races. I know, yeah. There should, that's amazing. I, I and monkeys. Yeah, monkeys. My horse thought that was very weird. I was going to say, we see some pigs on the trail, yeah. but monkeys, that's a whole new ballgame. And the monkeys follow you uh, along the treetops. And the horse is just like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. it's like the flying monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really exciting. Now, how yeah. did North American endurance riders do over in Europe? Do they, do they rank pretty well? Um, or is it kind of a different It's a different thing. The speeds are much higher. Are um, yeah. We always go faster in England. Yeah, <laughs> the speeds are higher. The bloody lead foot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then just, you know, traveling with a horse takes some yes. of the wind of the sail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's hmm. interesting. So it's kind of a different. So it's even different in Dubai, and it's different. Each country is different. Each yeah. Really yeah. When I went to Colombia, I was very thankful. That was the one country that I listed that we didn't bring our own horse, and we borrowed a friend's horse. That was very different. There were mm. packs of dogs. 
Oh. I probably ran into 80 dogs on a 50-mile ride, just oh, loose wow. dogs. Everyone has dogs. Oh, wow. And I was glad I was on the local horse because the horse was like, oh, that dog's good, that dog's good, that dog's not good. Yeah. And I like, <laughs> over the dog. I yeah. looked over like this big Labrador-sized dog. Oh, my god! And the horse just took off, so I was just like, Okay. Let the him dog decide. knows this. Yeah. 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 Let the, the horse, horse knows this dog. Yeah, let him decide. <laughs> He'll be the judge of the dog. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do to prepare yourself for 100 miles in 24 hours on all this crazy terrain with all these, you know, things going on? How, just as, let's just use the Tevis Cup as an example. What do you do to get ready yourself? Do you work out all the time? Do you... How do you get ready so for that? So Jeremy and I typically train 15 horses and we don't have any staff. So, um, so that, all the time. that's our gym. Yes. Yeah. So between feeding and caring for, you know, the 20 plus horses at our farm and then training, we typically ride 30 to 40 miles a day. Mm. Um, so that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah. That's good preparation. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we're out, when we travel out to California for the Tevis, we do a lot of running in the mountains yeah. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So that helps also. So that get, helps to get you. So how long do you go out to California before you're going to? be in the event so typically speaking we'll drive to montana because that's on the way yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and do a race in montana um, and then just continue the road trip and that race is usually early june mm. so it puts us into the california mid-june and uh -huh. then the tevis is scheduled around the full moon mm -hmm. um i don't remember which full moon i should know this but um there's a full moon so it's usually the second half of july or the first half of august okay so you prepare for several weeks yeah, usually yeah. at least a month ahead, yeah. if not two. Yeah, yeah. It's quite something to get ready for, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, we had six horses this year that we took on our road trip. Yeah, so that's a job. Three, wow. three of them finished. That's yeah. So that was better than the yes. last stat. We yeah. got I was going to say, yes. yes. Yeah. You got 50 and they exactly. only got 42. Yeah. So yeah. You were doing good. You did your part. Yeah, right. we did. And that was your serious <laughs> contribution to the race, no doubt. <laughs> Uh, we have another segment coming up with Heather. I've got lots more questions to ask her. And we're going to try and pull Jessica Lynn in from Earthsong Ranch because she wants to say hi to her because she had a part in the, in the Tevis Cup. And we have some goodies here from Ride Like a Horse that... Uh, sorry, Ride Like a Horse. Bad <laughs> idea. Uh, Ride Like a Girl uh, uh, from Jessica Lynn. That actually, she sent to me for Heather and Jeremy like over a year ago. And oh. you can see what my schedule's like. But anyway, I, I got them to her today. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going to come back and we're going to get Jessica Lynn in to talk a little bit. And we've got a lot more to ask Heather. So we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented yeah. by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Stay with us. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida. Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Serving Ocala, Florida since 1981, Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at Peterson Smith. Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC vitamins and minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit feeddac.com. 
this is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, receive $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. So beat the heat with one-stop shopping, horsey or not, and earn $10 for every $50 you spend from now until August 25th. So come on in, cool off, and shop at your favorite and newly remodeled dog-friendly tack store. Tack Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lovers can. New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com for more. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me, Squeak Larkins. Good morning. Our barrel specialist and PhD. Well, there you go. <laughs> and we have Heather Reynolds in the studio with us this morning, and we've been chatting about endurance. We are working on reaching Jessica Lynn in California because she would like to chat to Heather this morning. But I want to get back to preparing. What about getting Caillou ready? So we have a friend out west named Mark Sherman, and he's an endurance trainer. And we've paired up twice now with two victories. And he trained my friend Hillary's horse. Hillary owns Cayucos, 
Hillary. And Caillou is Caillou Coast. So yeah, I call him right, right. Kai, but Kai. she calls him Caillou, so like they're it. totally good with that. Mm -hmm. But it was just too much to think of doing 100 miles. <laughs> One <laughs> syllable, Kai. And so, <laughs> so good, Kai. And so Mark trained uh, the Tevis Cup winner in 2014, another one of Hillary's horses, French Open. And I was able to go and, you know, ride him the day of the ride. So two years ago, I rode Kai on a 50 with my friend Hillary. And I told her at that time, I would really like to ride this one at the Tevis. And so uh, the plan got put into workings, and Mark was the chosen trainer again, um, mm -hmm. since the horse lives in California. Mm -hmm. And Mark did a great job. He got him ready. Amazing. Yeah. And so Incredible. a few little powwows on what we would like you know, done, and Mark implements it beautifully. And he had ridden Kai in the Tevis two years prior. So the horse had seen the trail, and he trains on the trail. Did he, he, did he win? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he did quite well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ride like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're making the best of that one today. <laughs> so do you have a strategy for winning when you get into a, a race like, like the Tevis? Do you have kind of a plan? Yeah, I mean, the plan is never, for me anyhow, when you start the race, the plan is never, I'm going to ride and win. The plan is... I'm going to survive. Yeah, I'm going to survive, then I'm going to maintain, then I'm going to see how it goes. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so there's just so much that goes on. Even if you rode the same horse each year, it would be a completely different experience right. every year. Because right. there's so many trail... Hazards yeah. and the weather. Well, like and you said, you never know. An animal buries under a trail oh, and it gives yeah, way and collapses. You have the yeah, the mm -hmm. treasure moments fell down this year because the ground gave way. You can't plan for those. You things. just can't plan, and then you have to adjust. You know, and if you're so dead set on a certain plan at the starting line, things evolve and change throughout the day. You can't be dead set. You have to be really versatile in your mm -hmm. choices and yeah, you know, and just change your plan as you go. And so, yeah, there is a strategy, and I, I like to. Kind of maintain throughout the day and then see what I got on mm -hmm. that last section and see what you got. Yeah, yeah you have to be got. adjustable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something goes wrong, you need to slow down, you need to speed up. You know, yeah. and this year we had the smoke to deal with, oh, so yeah. it made oh, it yes, a little humid. I still every morning fires. I still have a little bit of congestion from it. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in a hundred miles race in 24 hours. You're in the heat. You've got all these challenges and mm -hmm. and obstacles that you're getting over and through. And then you're going to have some smoke as well. Yeah. yeah. Did we get Jessica Lynn? <laughs> yeah, let's add something to yeah. it. <laughs> She's make it more difficult. Did yeah, we let's get try. Her? We might have Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. Do we have her? Maybe not. We're still trying. We'd like to get her. That would be <laughs> awesome if she could chat to you. Don't want to ask you too many trade secrets, but um, any, any little tips or Excuse anything you can share with us uh, that, that you do that are special? Um, I think it's just important at the Tevis to keep the horse cooled down. So I spend yes. a lot of time doing that, a lot of extra time keeping them cooled down. Especially mm -hmm. this horse, he's a really big bodied horse. Mm -hmm. um, he weighed in at the race, I think, over a thousand pounds. So really? for an Arabian, that's pretty that's low. Yeah, Arabian, that's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's a and he was a, in full yeah. flesh for this ride, yeah. so it's yeah. a little bit like, oh, you're kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was very hot. And I mean, just an example, the next morning when I presented him to the veterinarians for the Higgin Cup judging, after I trotted, you know, a straight line out and back in two circles, he was panting. Really? That was just in hand. You know, so you can mm. imagine how hot he was yes. throughout the whole event. Gosh, that's amazing. And do you stay at a mostly steady pace throughout the race? Or? Yeah, mostly. It's a lot of trotting. Is it? At this race in particular because of the mountains. And then you're doing a lot of walking through the canyons. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that yeah. scenery is incredible. Oh, it's just stunning. It's the most beautiful race in the world, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Gosh, like stunning. It's, 
Oh, Jessica, do we have you? Jessica Lynn? Do we have her? Still don't hear her. Well, <laughs> hopefully we'll get her. Um, how do you assess whether a horse is potential endurance horse when you, I know you do some breeding, um, but how do you how do you assess when you, let's say an Arabian, because that's obviously probably the number one choice. Um, do you, you look at one and you can tell, do you have to work with one for a really long time before you can kind of, like a racehorse trainer can look at a horse and see the way they move and their confirmation and look at their pedigree to see what kind of distance maybe they can do. And they can tell, you know, if a horse has got the potential. Yeah. Yeah, so Is you definitely can tell. Yes. You definitely can. And, you know, in looking at their confirmation, you basically want the same confirmation everyone wants for a mm -hmm. good sport horse. I mean, if you look at a good jumper, a good racehorse, a good endurance horse, they all yeah. have a nice hip, a nice yes. shoulder, you know, not an overly long back, short pastures. And then when they go trotting, you don't want a lot of deviation. You want straight movement. Yes. You don't want winging and flailing about. No. So, you know, and then it comes down to does the horse want to do it? Yes. And that's the part that might take six months to, yeah, that's to what figure you out. Figure that's, figure for a hundred yeah. miles, you can't just wing it. The horse has no. to want to yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 I that's exactly. a long commitment. Yeah. I agree. I met so, but you know, and really, it's that way at the top of any yeah. discipline. They, they have to that's want to. That's what makes them superb. I mean, you yeah. can have average with good confirmation. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, sound but horse, but it's true. But it and you'd have to, and that's what does take a little time to figure so out. Does, does he have that mentality? Yeah, does he have that desire? Yeah, a green yeah. soft horse may have the desire, but he doesn't have the ability yet, so it's yeah. hard to decipher. Right. Does so he want it, or is he just not fit enough? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. I, I met American Pharaoh a few times, and one thing I can say about his attitude is he he loved it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, he loved it. He wanted to do it. He enjoyed it. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, um, on the Tevis, Kai, after the 70-mile checkpoint, we were in eighth or ninth place when we left there, and he got really into hunting dust clouds. So he, because oh. the trail's dusty, so he come, he was, you know, <laughs> oh, he was on a mission, uh, and he could care less. Once he caught one, it wasn't like, oh, I just want to be with this guy. Like, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? I don't need you. Next dust cloud. And it was just, you know, oh, and wow, after we cool. hunted all the little dust yeah. boats down, because you could see him for maybe five minutes before he actually caught right. the horse. You could see right. the dust lingering. He's like, oh, we're doing this. And after the final one, I had to tell him, that's it. You are the dust cloud. Yeah. Like, you there are no more dust clouds, Kai. You're, you are the dust cloud. You know, yeah. he, he didn't quite get that. He's like, we should just keep doing just this. Just keep doing yeah. it. <laughs> do you think there are, and you talked about the Mustang, do you think there are any other breeds that can really be competitive with Arabians, or do you feel like the Arabians is just really the... I mean, the Arabians, if you're going to start, you increase your odds of doing well by starting with an Arabian. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of, you know, yeah, amazing happens. ones. The, the one that holds the record for the most Tevis completions is a huge foundation quarter horse mare. Mm. She's really? huge. Yeah, yeah, she has Yay. the record. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. quarter horses. So <laughs> quarter horses are skated horses that do well. I mean, they're usually, I don't know that there's ever been a really competitive gated horse, but they complete. Mm -hmm. You know, in mules, there's yeah. been a mule that's won the Higgin Cup. Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah, and a Mustang. Mules yeah. are really cool. Yeah, Anglos do well. That's neat. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, what about barefoot or shod? So for the Tevis, um, the closest to barefoot you would get is gluing on easy boot glue-ons mm -hmm. over a barefoot. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone in their right mind would suggest doing the race completely barefoot. Yeah. It would just be cruel and unusual, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> yes. yeah. It's very rocky, and it's such an extreme distance. You, know, you never, you know, they say yeah. horse can be barefoot in nature, but in nature they wouldn't carry a rider 100 miles either. No, so. yeah. no they yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. And, and, you know, even in competition, like a lot of times we... 
with shoe horses, not for the ground that we're actually going to be showing in. It's for all the other stuff you have to go across to get over to where you're showing. I mean, sometimes right. you have to just protect them from yeah. that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So my horse this year had shoes on with pads. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because yeah. I would have think yeah. I would want to do that. Typically I, speaking, though, I prefer the Easy Boot glue-ons because when mm -hmm. you're crossing over granite slabs, you yeah. have yeah. more traction. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No doubt. You know, they came out with a shoe. A guy in Venezuela came out with it. It was really cool. It's a very cool shoe. It, I think it's called Horse Shocks, or, but it's, it's a steel shoe with rubber covering and they can get some traction with that it's oh, really cool yeah. yeah so is Tevis your favorite race it is is it yeah pretty awesome yeah. amazing what about advice for newcomers as far as the Tevis or endurance as in general? far as endurance in general um it's gonna take a lot of time but it's gonna pay off and mm -hmm. um don't try to win your first race because no. that's a common mistake Try to survive and yeah. get yeah. out the other yeah. side and enjoy ropes. it. Yeah. Learn the ropes for you know, a couple seasons and then you could safely progress from there. Because no. people get excited. You know, it's exciting. Now what about breeding? You're breeding? Yeah, we breed, but mainly for ourselves. For it's yourself. so expensive. So for us to be able to sell a foal, and mm. you can't make money doing no, that, for no. us at least. So no. it's, it's, more, it's more for if we want specific bloodlines. Yeah. And we have some proven horse that we want to you know, create something. And you so far have... Create, how, how many have like you bred? Five. Not, five. not a ton. And yeah. have you have you liked what you've yeah. produced? So you found you've crossed what you yeah. and got what you wanted. Yeah. So that's been successful as well. It has. Wow. Yeah, we actually yeah. produced the. So we need to get him in the Guinness Book. I need to actually <laughs> do this, but he is taller than the recorded tallest Arabian in the Guinness Book. Oh wow! <laughs> you yeah. gotta get him in cool. the I know. I gotta get him in there. But I, I need to like figure out how to do it. I know that I think something about a form and having someone come out and measure him. And oh, you gotta yeah. get him downtown in February for the Nations Cup parade too. He yeah. is huge. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, how many hands is he? He's just shy of sixteen three. Yeah, that's huge. He's huge. Yeah. And when you know he was our wow. first goal that we ever had, and we thought. We're just biased, but he seems really big. Yeah. You know, and so we call our friend that does the flat track racing. We go, Lynn, you know, this is how big he is. Wait, no, measure that again. She goes, no, 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 measure from here to here. I'm like, that's what we're doing. You know, we yeah. send her a video of us measuring. He goes, oh my God, he's huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, he's yeah. a big guy. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. yeah I oh, would that was cool. Yeah, you should get him in the Guinness. Yeah, yeah we named him Liger. And Ligers are known for gigantism, which we didn't know at the time when we named him, but. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> oh, you have what you say. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Now, what about any changes in the sport of endurance since you've, you've been doing it since you were 11? So have you seen any changes? Um, I've seen, you know, it evolving into maybe a more professional sport. And people are doing more research um, and not winging it quite as much as they were maybe back in the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the gear has gotten a little bit more high tech than it was back then. Yeah. yeah. What about tack? What do you uh, what do you use? So you can use whatever you want. Really? Uh huh. And mm. you know. So I would go with the most comfortable. Yeah, comfortable <laughs> and lightweight. Yeah. Right. And and really, you know, you don't always want to deal with leather. So yeah. sometimes synthetic is better, just yes. it's lower maintenance, and you're getting it sweaty and wet and rain That's and mud. That's true. Is that, that what you use usually? Well, actually, right now I'm riding in a reactor panel saddle, and it is leather. Okay. And there's two different models depending on if I'm riding in an FEI competition. The minimum weight is 165 pounds, mm -hmm. uh, so I have a heavier one for that. And then for the Tevis, there's no weight requirement, so I have a lighter one mm -hmm. for oh, rides really? like that. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't mm -hmm. even realize there was in some races. Yeah, so you neither. have to be at a certain yeah. point with the tack. Yeah, so mm -hmm. at least that weight, if not more.
Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, what, a, interesting. what a fascinating sport. You know, if I if I wasn't as busy as I am, I would love to to get a horse and do it. I would love it. I'm not yeah. even. It's great because you get to see so oh. many places you would never see otherwise. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, that is. That's really pretty, remote uh, yeah. places, you know, and just gorgeous. Of all the sports, honestly, that like I love to watch racing. I love to watch them go across the finish line. It's so exciting, especially when it's a horse you know or a jockey you know or something. But me, myself, like, would love to have been an endurance racer. Mm. The times that my daughter went riding with you, I was so envious. <laughs> I was like, it's not fair, I gotta go to work. <laughs> but it, it really is incredible and exciting and, and challenging and, oh my gosh, to think out of 160 or so riders, mm -hmm. you know, only so few, 42%, you know, can finish and then you can win. I mean, you're a rock star. That's oh, well, amazing. Thank you. I mean, gosh, don't you think? I think it's absolutely. I mean, it's super amazing. exceptional, yeah. and she's here in the studio with I us. I know, and to finish 18 minutes ahead—that's like. Awesome. I know. I know. <laughs> I can probably get you autographs, people. If you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just telling you. Yeah, it's Derby, my favorite race. Between the two of us, we have 11 of the cups, so we have three wins each. And then he has three Hagen Cups, which is the best condition, and I have mm -hmm. two of those. So we have a cool. lot of cups. Yeah, yeah that's cups. Yeah. And, and you get a nice big trophy? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, actually, you get your picture with a nice big trophy, and then right. on the base of the trophy, they have these little medallions uh, that get put it's on It's like there. it's a challenge yeah. trophy. Yeah, so you get the medallion. You don't, yeah. yeah, the trophy it's stays in a museum. Yeah, really? it's a challenge trophy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's cool. How amazing. Yeah, so, so your name gets yeah. to be Yeah, oh, and then here's a thing. The, so the Tevis buckles, everyone gets a buckle when you complete, but there's only the year of the race on the winning buckle. Oh. So if you ever see a buckle that actually has the year written on it, except for the 50th anniversary, everyone had the year on that buckle. Oh, but yeah. Otherwise, the winning buckle is the only one with the year. So oh, you wow. know there's been at least 50 Tevis Cups. So here's your trivia. How many have there been? Mm -hmm. And that is for the Tailspin custom-made horsehair bracelet, $140 value, with a very nice engraved pendant on it made of your own horse's hair. And uh, the winner can text the answer to 352-304-1408. How many Tevis Cups have there been? Heather just mentioned the 50th anniversary, so you know it's 50 plus. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are the first one to text that answer in, again, 352 304 1408. We'll give you a few minutes to do some Googling <laughs> and uh, see if you can come up with the right answer to win the Tailspin bracelet. Heather, I want to thank you so much. I'd love for you to stay for the rest of the show if you can. We have a veterinarian coming up. We're going to be talking about strangles and uh, we're going to be doing some barrels and then we're going to be doing fire and hurricane preparedness with Jessica Lynn at the end of the show today and go over some of her great notes. So we hope you can stay. I want to tell you how incredible it is to have you here in the show with well, us. And thank you. It was a lot of fun. It's really an honor. And congratulations. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing it right. Thank, thank you. Yes. We have another hour of the Horse Talk Show coming up. So please stay with us. And we will be back in just a few minutes.
Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital has served Marion County since 1981. Peterson and Smith can meet all your needs with services in surgery, medicine, ambulatory, sports medicine, reproduction, and doctors on call 24-7 for emergencies. Call 352-237-6151. That's 352-237-6151. A proud partner with Horse Talk. Opinions of Horse Talk and its guests are not necessarily those of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC vitamins and minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine... Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. Whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, receive $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. So beat the heat with one-stop shopping. Horsey or not, and earn $10 for every $50 you spend from now until August 25th. So come on in, cool off, and shop at your favorite and newly remodeled dog-friendly tax store. Tax Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store. New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com for more. 
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. This report presented by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Round two of the PGA Championship finishing up early this morning. Tiger Woods just knocked in a birdie putt seconds ago, so he's now at four under through 11 holes of the second round. He's at four under par overall, six shots behind leader Gary Woodland, who's at minus 10. Ricky Fowler, three under through 13 in the second round. He's at seven under par overall, three shots off the lead. NFL preseason Friday night, Sam Darnold, 13 of 18 for 96 yards and a touchdown with no interceptions in the Jets' 17-0 win over the Falcons. Raiders over the Lions, 16 to 10, and John Gruden's return to the sideline. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are the GOAT FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. The GOAT FM. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins. Good morning. And we are broadcasting live from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world this morning. And joining us now from Peterson and Smith, we have Dr. Seitz Cherner. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. Lovely to have you back on the show with us today. Thank you. We are going to talk about strangles, uh, which is a bacterial infection. And uh, you're going to tell us a little bit, first of all, hopefully about the clinical signs of this disease. Yep. So typical clinical signs um, start within three to 14 days of infection. Um, and they usually start with fever, lethargy, uh, nasal discharge, which is usually pretty thick and yellow. Um, and they can also get swellings around their throat. So they get their lymph nodes get infected. Um, and uh, yeah, those are basically the first now, strangles is highly contagious and mm -hmm. can affect many horses on a farm where there's an infected horse. What about yeah. recovery without complication from strangles? So most horses do recover pretty well from strangles. Um, there are complications, as you said, they can get um, something called purpura hemorrhagica, which is where their limbs swell. Um, and they get a vasculitis in their limbs, and that's usually pretty painful, um, and they usually, you know, need to be hospitalized for that, but that's pretty rare. Most horses just get, you know, the nasal discharge, they get the thick swollen lymph nodes, they have a sore throat, have a little trouble eating sometimes, um, but, you know, within usually three to four weeks, that all stops, and they, they feel better and start eating normally again and do well after that. That's good. Um, now, is the nasal discharge the, the main source of contamination as far as horse to horse? And is there any concerns with things like buckets and feed tubs and tack and clothing for hand, of handlers who are working with an affected horse? Yes, definitely. So that it's, it's the main source, all the bacteria that discharge. Um, and they actually can be pretty well cleaned, you know, if you disinfect um, the areas and all that. It's all the, all the equipment used for that horse. 
Um, but yes, you do need to, you know, if you have a horse that has discharge and you think they might have strangles, you do need to get your pet out and they'll get culture, make sure that, you know, that's what's happening. Um, and they'll tell you, they'll recommend quarantine for three weeks at least. Um, and they will have to tell the state, it is a reportable disease, so they will have to tell the state about it just so everyone's on the same page um, and, uh, and they'll recommend treatment and you know explain how to how to kind of you know do biosecurity for that horse. you don't necessarily need to leave your farm but you do need to have it separated from other horses mm -hmm. okay now what about diagnosing the disease so diagnosing is straightforward when they have all that discharge coming out because you all you have to do is collect some of that and then culture it and it's caused by one single bacteria so once you've identified that bacteria you know for sure that your horse has strangles, there's no doubt. Um, when it does get tricky is when you don't have that overt nasal discharge, and then you have to kind of go looking for the bacteria, and it likes to be in the throat um, and in their guttural pouches. So sometimes it takes a little camera being passed up their nose into their guttural pouch to see you know, if they have any swollen lymph nodes in there, um, anything that looks abnormal. And then you can also sample that area. You just put a little water in there and um, and culture that as well. Um, once they're past that overt stage, you know, of disease, um, you usually have to do what's called a PCR. So you look for the DNA of the bacteria in the guttural pouch or in their throat or nasal passage. Um, and that's a lot more sensitive, you know, bacteria that might not be um, completely viable. It might be dead and you won't be able to culture it. They'll pick it out on, on PCR. Hmm. Okay. Now, as far as treatment, um, what is the the best therapy to, obviously, to get the horse well as quickly as possible and contain it and not hopefully spread it to other horses? Mm -hmm. So for therapy, there's a little bit of controversy. Most people agree that you shouldn't give antibiotics unless if you absolutely have to. So the horse is very sick. Um, but most horses don't need any antibiotics. They just need nursing care. You know, they want to make sure they have fresh water and good food and um, are out of the sun and away from bugs. Um, and you just basically, you know, monitor them, make sure they can eat and drink because sometimes their throat will get so sore they can't do that. Um, and they might, you know, develop problems breathing. But usually it's basically just a weight kind of deal where you just have to make sure they're okay and, you know, they can still do all the horse, normal horse activities. Um, and if anything changes, call your veterinarian and they'll they'll see if anything new needs to be done um, or different needs to be done. Got it. Now with the antibiotics um, being controversial, is that early antibiotic treatment can prevent them from developing an immunity to the infection? Is that the concern with the antibiotics? Yeah, exactly. So if they have antibiotics, they pretty much will not um, develop immunity. Most, I guess, 75% of horses that get strangles will be immune in the future. Um, to another bout of strangles, but um, if you give them antibiotics, they, they will not, you know, become immune at all. Um, the other problem with giving antibiotics is that if they have those abscesses around their throat, um, those will not burst out, you know, um, they'll, they'll kind of just stagnate and uh, because the antibiotics are, you know, being effective in fighting off the bacteria, but then not giving it a chance to, to resolve and burst out. Okay, wow. And so transmission of this from horse to horse, um, 
uh, a few days after developing a fever? Can mm -hmm. that happen or is it immediate? No, it usually happens two to three days. So the fever is the first thing you'll see. Um, and that's very helpful because, you know, you see a fever, you see some, you know, your horse is a little bit depressed and you know something's wrong. And at that stage, you can start being a little bit more careful about, you know, transmitting it to other horses and get your veterinarian out. You know, they'll do a physical, they'll kind of work it up, see what's, see what's happening. Um, but it's good that the fever happens, you know, those couple of days before the horse actually sheds the bacteria. Uh, because it will give you a chance to get on top of it and, and prevent spread. Absolutely. Now, what about vaccinating? Is, um, is the vaccine good and effective? And do you recommend that protocol? And is that necessary here in Florida? So that's another area of um, some controversy. There are uh, a couple of vaccines out there. There's a live modified vaccine, which is pretty effective in immune um, the only issue with that vaccine is that it has, does have a, a high, well, I wouldn't say high, it has a decent risk of uh, causing some adverse reactions, especially if your horse has been or recently exposed to strangle, um, and they can get that purpura hemorrhagica, which we spoke about, the swelling of the lungs. Um, they can get a few other things, you know, subsequent to that. But if your horse has no known, um, you know, no known contact with any strangles horse prior, that is a good one. That, that is the one that will convey the most uh, immunity. The other one is a um, killed vaccine, which doesn't convey complete immunity, but it will decrease clinical signs. Um, so if your horse doesn't get strangles, they won't, you know, they'll hopefully have a more mild version of the disease versus having the full-blown uh, strangles attack. Um, the only thing with that vaccine is that, yeah, it doesn't, you know, doesn't give true immunity to your horse, but it will decrease clinical signs. Mm, that's good. And, as far and then what about a month or so um, from vaccination to immunity? Yeah, so it's, uh, it's about a month. So most, I think the, the live vaccine you have to do intranasally uh, with two weeks apart, you know, twice. And then it's either every six months or every uh, year, depending on how uh, exposed your farm is. And so farms that have a lot of in and out movement, um, you know, go to a lot of shows and have a lot of horses come from different areas are more. Um, so those, you know, if you have one of those farms that might be think about. Yes, yeah. be more important. So not necessarily you need to vaccinate all horses. So your pasture pets who don't go anywhere or if you just do some occasional trail riding and that kind of thing, probably wouldn't be necessary. But if you're showing, or if you have a farm that has a lot of people in and out all the time, um, new arrivals and all that kind of thing, um, then you would recommend it for those horses, even here in Florida? Yeah, yeah, I would say horses, you know, farms that have horses that come in and out, um, if it's feasible, it might be a good idea to just Quarantine, quarantine those horses for three weeks and mm -hmm. just make sure they don't have any clinical signs. Um, some people like to do the PCR um, horses before they come in, and that way they can be sure that there's nothing hiding in their guttural pouches um, or anything like that. I know a lot of, for example, nurse mare farms, they'll do that um, before sending out their nurse mares to make sure they're not carrying the bacteria. Absolutely, that makes sense. And having mm -hmm. a current health certificate, of course, um, for new horse arrivals uh, is always a, a good recommendation. And um, yeah. I guess disinfecting uh, 
you know, buckets and water troughs and things like that. Uh, anything you can do to kind of keep things sanitized and, uh, and not pasturing horses together that you're not familiar with as well. Uh, it's yeah. definitely a plus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Reducing exposure to unknown horses and that kind of thing is uh, always a good, a good safeguard. Um, and, and as the doctor mentioned, you've got horses coming right. in and out. You know, be keeping them separate from your horses for several weeks, monitoring their temperature uh, and making sure they're healthy before you expose them to other horses. Minimizing use of shared stores or pastures at showgrounds, right. I would think, would be a big plus as well. Um, mm -hmm. Doctor, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I think uh, I think you covered everything. We got it. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dr. Seitz Turner no. from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital for our veterinary segment this week and we hope you have a very nice weekend. Great. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Yes. Yeah. Look forward to having you back on the show again. Thank you. Uh, so our vet yeah. segment, very interesting. Strangles right. something that we mm -hmm. don't talk a lot about, but um, you know, if you're in yeah. the show world, it's definitely something oh, yeah. that you... I've had to deal with it a lot through my career because it does stay around in the, like you said, in the ground, in the, you know, buckets and all there's that a, kind yeah, of thing. there's a lot. It really can, a smart thing if you're coming into a show yeah. and you're going to go and stay in a in a stall that's not normally your stall, mm -hmm. even if you think it's clean, yeah. just go ahead and disinfect everything yeah. just it, to be yeah, sure. And it doesn't just run through them the way a virus would. It, it'll hang in there. It'll like she was in. saying, three to four weeks yes. you're dealing with. I've, and I've had to deal with the purpura too, and that's, an, you know, that's another issue. So that usually elongates your time yeah. that you're having to take to care deal of with now. it yeah absolutely yeah. and if you've traveled a long way first of all nobody wants their horse to be sick yeah uh, for, especially not for that time yeah. period um, but secondly you know it's, if you've traveled a long way to compete right uh, you know you, the last thing you want is to have your horse sick and, and yes, so exactly. really sanitizing everything when you arrive right it, it, whether you're going to someone else's barn or you're going to a show facility just yeah clean everything. just do it yeah. yeah just do it it's gonna yeah. it could save you a whole lot of uh, of headaches and save your horse yeah, from, it, it from really a strangles could. diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So uh, very good, very good information. Uh, we are actually going to come back in just a few minutes with our barrel segment uh, with Boo. Yeah. Boo Flournoy should be joining us uh, this morning. She, and we may be outside the door. She may be. <laughs> we maybe have to go let her in. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we are going to uh, have Squeak Larkins, our regular uh, barrel host, host that segment. So sure. we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show, brought to you by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience with Boo Flournoy coming up next. Stay with us. Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. 
because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices, and you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony, TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning, ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve. At the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville, book now while there are still rooms available. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience right here in Ocala, the best car dealership, best truck dealership. I'm a Chevy girl, by the way, oh, yeah. and uh, that's the only way to go. So uh, I know if you're in the market for one, that's where you should go, and they'll take real good care of you. I love the fact that they are so straight up and honest. When I went to buy my vehicle, they 
they lined everything up in black and white, showed me everything. There was no hidden anything. It was just, uh, it was wonderful. It was uh, a, a really wonderful experience. And thank you to Angel, if you're listening this morning, making sure my experience was great. And uh, that's something they do. And, you know, I like to say, buy American. And if you can, buy here in Ocala, keep the money here. We like to keep the money exactly. here in our economy. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. So um, I just wanted to mention, um, Barbara, you won the tailspin. Good job. <laughs> it was 63 Three years, years, and yeah. you were the first one. So you're the winner of our tailspin bracelet. And I will call you after the show and tell you how you can uh, claim your bracelet. Whoops. And that's $140 value. We are going to get to our barrel segment now. Brought to you by Turning Point Kinesiology and uh, Oxygen Treatment. Did I say that right? Yeah, oxygen that's therapy yeah. treatment. Oxygen therapy uh, and we're going to give yes. we're going <laughs> to give Sunny a shot with his joint. We, yeah, we're going to work so on I'll that. So I'll report back to you. At the moment, unfortunately, he is a little bit lame on his left uh, rear and not wanting to put weight on it. So uh, we're going to give we're it a shot. We're going to do a little oxygen yeah. therapy. Tour. And we'll yeah. do some before and after <laughs> photos and videos yeah. for you. And we'll share those with good. you on social media. I'm going to let you get to our As the Barrel Turns and uh, hand it over to you, Squeak <laughs> and uh, Boo Floyd. Uh, thank you for joining us And today. good morning. And good morning to Boo, who's been a long-time friend of mine. Um, but you know what's so funny about Heather talking about monkeys on her <laughs> trail ride? I love that. When, when Boo asked me the other day, what were we going to talk about? I said, how about monkeys? You, know? you didn't. I did. Monkeys and monsoons. I did. I did. I said, okay, how about monkeys? No, I did not. See, well, she, she was talking about, yeah, she Tevis. Yeah. Which is like the big endurance race. I had not her third time to win it. Yes, 100 miles in 24 hours. Yeah, out there in Canyons California. Canyons and rocks and yeah, it was cliff awesome. faces. But <laughs> yeah, she was talking about when she was in uh, Malaysia, the, the monkeys, monkeys and the monsoons. And I, and I started laughing because I said, oh, well, good. We can talk about monkeys today. <laughs> anyway, so shall we talk about barrel horses, I think. I think. I think we will. Um, I, another thing I was commenting to Louisa about is, you know, you and I have been at this a while. And, you know, remember when, before we had MBHA, which 3Ds and 4Ds, and to have a, a jackpot, you know, a 500 added jackpot was kind of a real big deal. Right. And if you're lucky, we'd get 30 people because, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not going to put up my money because Boo's there or Squeak's there or, you know, Sally or, you know, whoever. And, and nowadays it's changed so much because of the 3D, 4D concept. So a local jackpot now, instead of 30, is 130. Right. And like I was telling her at just a, you know, a, the Ocala, when we were at the pavilion a few weeks ago, we had 300 horses that was during that same time yes. they had the Paso show. But so tell us how you feel like it's evolved that way, you know, with the, the barrel racing and what you've seen and how you've come along in it and, and how you got started. Well, I remember when, it's funny, last night at a little small jackpot yeah. I was talking about, we were explaining the 3D format mm -hmm. to somebody that was a spectator that was mm -hmm. asking. And uh, I talked about how, like you said before, yeah. there might be 30 entries. If you're lucky. <coughs> and, um, and we kind of were a little bit, uh, didn't want to get on the bus whenever they first started it because we were thinking, well, we didn't want our 1D horse to outrun somebody that got paid behind us with mm -hmm. that format the way that it is. But, like you said, it's gone from 30 entries right. maybe to right. 130 on just a, a nighttime yeah. jackpot. Yeah. And what I see that that's done is let every 
level of rider right. be able to enjoy barrel racing. Right. And also for us trainers, we can take a horse that's not ready to win uh -huh. and let him come from the bottom up and, and hear his name called and a, yeah. the pressure they get whenever it's their turn to run. And right. We're, you know, he might start in the 4D and right. you get to see his progress and it's a whole lot easier to judge him against the great horses. It is. And, and nowadays we, we have our, you know, like uh, in, the, in the quarter horse racing, uh, you know, we have the, you know, AAA, top AAA, we have the speed index, you know. Right. And, and I, in the thoroughbred racing, they have what they call a, a buyer's number and it's the same type of thing as mm -hmm. that. And with us, we compare them, oh, it's a 1D horse or a 3D horse or, you know, and we actually have that now. I think that's kind of cool it in is. that sense. And I mean, I do remember when the MBHA was starting, I, I jumped on and got my charter membership because even though I didn't understand exactly what it was going to do and how it was going to happen, I thought, well, Martha's in on it, and Talmadge is in on it, and some of the biggest names in barrel racing were all behind it, and then Mr. Morris, who was right. a big deal in it, and I thought, ah, I better get in on this. I'll find out later how it's going. <laughs> but it's been a good, uh, it's been a good thing for the industry, right. you know. But now, and now past that, tell us how you got started, where you come from, where you came from, how you got started, and your riding and then into barrel racing and us rodeoing when we did up there, <laughs> all yeah. those gurney rodeos. So. Well, when I was a little child, my sister's 10 years older than I am. Sorry, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but she, um, she saved her lunch money because when I was two years old, I wanted to ride a blonde pony mm. for my birthday. Aww. Okay. She saved her lunch money and took me to the stables to ride that pony and it was a blonde. Ken Williams. Oh, stables. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. There and then, go. of course, Ken was great for right. taking everybody in. Yeah. He, of course, he'd work you to death. Yeah. But you also got Cut to be you. around horses. Right. And so we grew up through that. Right. And showed Western Pleasure horses mm -hmm. a long time ago when they traveled like right. just like real horse. horses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but then we were always around his barn, mm -hmm. and then I started dating my husband. Mm -hmm. And we traveled with speed, and I was watching the barrel race, and I was like, the same person, same, same few win every time. I might as well get me one and get yeah. in on it. <laughs> and then about two years later, I started getting some money. Right, right. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't quite exactly. as easy as I thought looking yeah. from the outside. Exactly. But I felt like um, because I could make a horse do whatever I wanted him to do, mm -hmm. it would be a whole lot easier to teach him to run barrels. Mm -hmm. And I have stuck with that through the years. I want right. a good foundation on my horse yeah. because... It's a lot of pressure on them. Mm -hmm. They hear other horses running. Naturally, mm -hmm. that makes them get upset. And whenever we are able to control them and they have a lot of buttons on them as far as being able to uh, move every part of their body, right. then it's like a safety zone for them to sure. me. Yeah. Whenever, you know, as, but whenever they get upset mm -hmm. or whenever they start messing up during their run, if they have that basic right training to go back to that you have control um it, it makes them comfortable right it takes away that panic but right you know? right it, yeah. they need a leader when they get scared exactly yeah horses need to have that you're right but that so uh, i will i do want to mention that you were talking about speed well, uh, who she's talking about is speedy williams who is 10 times uh national hey, finals speedy williams fast Yes, <laughs> ten times national finalist uh, or winner of the uh, team roping. 
And uh, anyway, just she got grew inducted she grew into up. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. So that's who she grew up with, with his family and and his roping and uh, and got her start there. But um, and I remember Bobby and you guys would come. And we'd ride and do stuff. And uh, yeah, and we had some fun. I remember telling you a joke right before you went into the rodeo at uh, Hilliard that time. <laughs> <laughs> and she was so funny coming home on that. But um, anyway, on the um, you know, back to on, on the barrel horses, are you still doing the futurity horses a good bit? Or are you, are you still leaning toward that some? Or are you wanting to just do open horses? I really love the young horses. Mm -hmm. um, I love taking that clean canvas and, and putting my work on it. Um, it's what I'm good at. It's my favorite part. Mm -hmm. I have gotten to where I don't break two-year-olds anymore. Yeah, I don't. And, um, <laughs> You know, so you've got to find somebody mm -hmm. you feel good to get on behind and, and start from yeah. there. But it's just so rewarding every day that you get to ride a young horse and kind of show him the way through. Yeah. And um, as far as hauling fraternity horses, unless I have a real superstar, right. uh, there's because of the 3D format, right. 4D format, there's so much more to go to now on mm. the East Coast to where exactly. we used to have to go West in right. order to be able to really compete at, for big money. Mm -hmm. It's not so much anymore. So right. financially, it doesn't make as much sense unless mm -hmm. you've got a real superstar right. to leave the East Coast. Because yeah, and, and you know, at the futurities, you know, here again, I'm going back to, I, I said something to Louisa earlier. I don't mean this by any means that it doesn't mean a lot, but you know, and when we hear about these horse racing, there's so much money in regular flat horse racing, but they're running against 10 or 12 horses. We're running against, like I said, as a rule, just locally a hundred right. or more. And then you just add a little bit more money. Now you're talking three to 500. And at the Futurities, you've been there, I've been there, 800 to a thousand horses are running That's at the same thing, trying to yeah. get down to that number one spot. And right. if you're lucky, you get in the top 50 to get some money, right? you know, and that and that's hard. I, I, my husband figured out that years ago to get in that top 50 at Fort Smith, you had to be in the top one and a half percent. Yeah, yeah. And and, and that's hard to do in anything. I was gonna say, that's not easy, It's hard is to it? do at anything. So, right. you know, and, it, and it's such a, you know, def, but, but like you said, there's so much more going on now right. that we can go to. So what are you doing right now? What have you got right now that you've got going? I have, two two-year-olds and if they turn out you know like they're mm -hmm. uh, and right now I'm really happy with them right if they turn out to be capable of going to the futurities I would probably pick the few that I like yeah because there's know. big money out there yeah in the futurities, because you can yeah. win the most money right. at one show at, at right. a futurity at, at for a futurity, sure yeah um, and then I've got a four-year-old and a five-year-old that are slightly green and what I'm trying to do with them is just right. finish You're them out. Trying to build you a horse like right. that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, and then I have an open horse mm -hmm. that's for sale that uh, belongs to someone else. Mm -hmm. um, is that the Palomino mm -hmm. mare? Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She does a very good job with this Palomino mare. She's she's awesome to watch. You both I love Palominos. Yeah. yeah. I do, too. <laughs> I, long, I, long I, ones. I know. And I, I love Palomino. Of course, I, you know, I've had some good ones. You've seen me on a couple for of sure. good Palomino horses. But, I mean. But uh, I noticed that 
I'm loving them less whenever I have to wash them every time you oh, go right to the now. show. <laughs> Are you that's a good old brown true. horse that's you can brush him to, off? That's when you have to befriend your monkeys and have the monkeys. Exactly. Get, I knew I was going to get the monkeys you in on this. You were going to get the monkeys in I was going to get the monkeys in on this thing, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's the thing about the um, open horses, too, now is as tough as our competition is, and, and not that it isn't in other parts of the United States, but, you know, uh, used to be the uh, people from Texas, Oklahoma, thought they were going to come down here and take our money during rodeo, and they, they right. usually they got spanked, you know, because we're pretty tough down here with this, you know, and almost all, as, as all aspects of horses. I mean, we That's have tough true. race horses. We, we have exactly. tough cutting horses. Yes. We have, sometimes we, we have, have fewer. People. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have fewer, maybe fewer farms or fewer people doing that one thing, but the ones that are are dead serious about it. Serious about it, about it You know, sure. and that's why like I said, I, I know you've had to, like Mike, me, you've had to go out to Texas and Oklahoma like we were talking about to go to those. But it, it is nice to have things come in a little bit closer to us with some bigger money. For you sure. Know. And then, you know, you're also, you talk about us being, having some really nice horses in Florida and it being yes. tough down here. Whenever you're nationally looking on the sales side right. to buy horses, that's one thing that you judge by is where's this horse running at? Yeah. And who yeah, do exactly. we know that comes from exactly. there so that we can, yeah. you know, because a 2D horse in a certain place may not be but a 4D horse when you take exactly. him in the big spot. Well, I actually had somebody not long ago tell me that, you know, she had a 1D horse up where she comes from and down here it's making it in a 3D. Exactly. And that is a point to make out. I mean, it doesn't mean there's not room for improvement for her to eventually get there. It's right. just that, you know, it's one of those things that, and, and in fact, uh, most of my clients and friends from the Northeast like to get their horses from Florida. Right. You know, so that's kind of cool. It's kind of, but, that's a little bit of a buyer education yeah. point right there yeah. is that you know, 1D is not 1D anywhere you go. Right, and again, you, I've explained before, but since we may have new listeners, you explained to about the 4D concept, whatever. Tell them how that works. Okay, the fastest horse out of, say, 300, let's pick 300, and say the fastest run of the whole day. So you don't know who wins the 2D, 3D, 4D until, until the yeah. very last horse runs. Yeah. Like which that. makes it a little fun. Yeah, yeah it does. And, and we have some seen some, it does. We have seen, seen them come in at the last <laughs> five out of three hundred and yeah. change it all. Yeah. So, uh, say the fastest time run is a fourteen point five. Well, then the two D is a half second off of that, which right. would be a fifteen zero. Mm -hmm. The three D is one second off, mm -hmm. which would be. The 15.5, and then the 40 would be, be the, the two seconds. Yeah, the two seconds off two seconds the fastest off. time. So yeah, so the very whatever that day it is, there's no set rules to it. There's no arena records in barrel racing because there's the reason for that is because ground conditions, arena conditions, sizes of arena, you can't set the same pattern. There are there are, however, there are regulation size patterns for all, all organizations like MBHA has a regulation standard size. The WPRA, which is the Women's Professional Rodeo Association, we have a standard size. But when you ha if you go to a small coliseum, just say like the NFR, which is in the Thomas and Mac Arena in, in Las Vegas, um, they have to downsize that quite a bit because that's an indoor coliseum. So the rule of thumb there is they have to be, I believe, 15, 
to 18 feet off, off the, the wall yes. and at any point. So, so you never really know what the what the um, size pattern you're going to be at unless it it can contain a, a regulation pattern. But, exactly. You know. So, so there's no, there are no. You know, people ask, "What did your horse run?" Well, what does that matter? Because right. if you weren't there that, and and ground conditions can be better one day you know because we had more rain or they can or in, in a covered pen it depends on who's fixing the ground as to how good our ground is right. because of the moisture sure. content and stuff like that so well, those are also to... things that we end up factoring in when we choose to go to a barrel race that's one yes. of the things you want to know is who's working the ground right yeah, you important. know so your tractor and where, drivers, where it's at yeah right where it's at what kind of ground your tractor, tractor drivers are pretty important thing you hear in all horse sports it is you hear it, eventing you hear yeah. It's Race important, track, exactly. You hear show jumping. See, that's it's everything always, always connects, it always does it? Connects back <laughs> it always to the connects. It does. Boo, I want to thank you and invite okay. you to spend this last segment yeah, too stay. with us. Um, we're going to wrap up the show with some hurricane and fire preparedness. That fortunately, we don't need hurricane preparedness at the moment here, but unfortunately, but we are a hurricane state. We are, and <laughs> California, unfortunately, right. I, I got a lot of friends both yeah. in the north and south who are dealing with fires at the moment. So I'm just going to send a lot of prayers and thoughts out to two-legged and four-legged um, across the whole state of California and we're going to keep praying that we don't have to deal with any hurricanes this year yep. uh, and uh, we're going to come back in just a few minutes thank you boo thank, thank you squeak you. yes and uh, we're going to have Jessica Lynn in California who is in the smoke right now uh, she, know, is, bless her heart. she is a pilgrim. She yes. knows how to do these fires. She's been in so many. And um, boy, she, she she's knows, a tough guy. I'm she is a tough you. one. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have her with us in just a few minutes and we're going to do some fire and hurricane uh, safety for you for your two legged and your four legged. Okay. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet and we'll be right back. Attention, North Central Florida, Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now, or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? 
If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name is John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses. We're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook. Come and like us. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve. At the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville, book now while there are still rooms available. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. We were talking about buy American and buy local. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me, Squeak Larkins, Good our morning. PhD. Makes me look real smart. Oh, John Thorman's <laughs> making me look real smart today, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's not there. I know. <laughs> now, I know how, now I know how the weatherman feels. <laughs> right. And we also have our barrel race, the barrels by Boo, Boo Flournoy, uh, in the studio with us this morning. And joining us from California, where it's a little bit earlier right now, we have Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. I hope you can hear me. I yes, can. Yes, we can. Yeah. And hey. your name is even up on the screen. Oh, right. It's so cool. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> oh, That's good. good. If I yeah. ever forget a guest's Just, name, look, it'll yeah, be right no. there. I know. <laughs> Miss it again? No. That's awesome. Jessica, we're going to talk a little bit about something that you are unfortunately experiencing at the moment in California, which is some, some fires and there's some bad fires. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the conditions there for you at the moment? Well, this morning for us, where I live, <laughs> excuse me, I'm at the 4,000 foot level of the uh, uh, mountains and we are socked in with smoke like it's fog. 
Um, that's coming down from the fire that's called the Holy Jim Fire, which has jumped to over 19,000 acres. North of us in the Mendocino Woods, which is quite a, quite a bit north of us, I've had friends that had to evacuate. That has now become the largest fire ever in the state of California. We have held that record in Southern California since 2006. And it's not a record that anybody really wants to hold. No, um, recently isn't. we had the Cranston fire, which is just east of me. And I have currently three refugee horses on my property that came through flames to get out. Mm. And the husband that was pulling the trailer is a Porsche race car driver. And so things don't bother him, but this really bothered him. Mm. So in California, we don't get prior warning for earthquakes and fires on the most part. We just have to be ready to go where you guys have a few days to, you know, organize things and start thinking about what you need to take with you. So out here, we tried to stay prepared, especially as horse people with the supplies in the trailer that we think we might need. Um, we, you know, keep lists like I gave to Louisa about the things you need to take with you, including papers and photos of your horses to, you know, your computer. Um, the one thing people seem to forget is their charger for their cell phones. I that forget that every happened. day. <laughs> yeah, that has happened more often and people start scrambling. And I can tell you, having just come off of 10 days with no electricity, that's the one thing that you, it, that you hold on to that you have some communication with the world is to have your cell phone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's been pretty bad out here this year. I've never seen it so bad, and I've lived here my entire life. Oh, wow. Now, there has but, to be um, a terrible yeah. upheaval of um, uh, wildlife as well. I mean, 19,000 yeah. acres, where are the animals going? I mean, it's just uh, not that we're not concerned about the people, but, you know, right. gosh, you know. This well, is as, a really you know, scary situation. Have they given any idea of when they might be able to get it under control? Well, this one here by us, no, it's only 10%, and it depends on what the winds do. The Mendocino fire is um, more under control, I think, in spots, but two fires joined together, and you've got over 300,000 acres up there, and it's the forest. I mean, where do the bears go? Where do the coyotes go? Where do the bunnies go? Um, you know, I were, and the deer, you know, they, they run as fast as they can, but most are consumed by the flames. They can't get away from them. So sad. I know that in one of the fires, they've got a baby bear cub, and they tried something new on him, which is interesting. They used tilapia skin on his feet that are badly burned, and it's helping him to heal. Oh, cool. That's a neat story. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Talk to us, Jessica, about um, some of your um, health tips. We have about 10 minutes left of the show, and now... Just talk to us about some health and evacuation and medical and safety kind of a tips that, that you can recommend. And, and th these tips can apply to this fire situation or any kind of a disaster that we're facing, whether it be a, a, you know, a hurricane or, a, you know, what kind of plans should you have and what are some of the things that you recommend people do to be ready? Well, people should always be have an evacuation plan for their family, be it an earthquake, fire, or hurricanes that you guys have, you know, and have a family meeting about that. Also have a contact outside of your area that each of the family members can call into to let them know they're okay. The Red Cross also offers that service as well, that they have a line you can call in and say, this is my name, this is my address, I'm okay, please let my family know. 
Um, like I said, what I keep in my horse trailer is I have a bag that's specifically for evacuation. And what I keep in it are my homeopathic remedies. And I also have some butte, banamine, those kind of things. Because when horses start stressing, um, you have to go to the chemical route a lot of times. So I have banamine paste, you know, for horses that are going to colic because of being so nervous. Um, you also need to have a kit for your family just in case. Um, from band-aids to whatever, you know, in case you get cut when you're on the road and you can't do anything about it. Um, people out here also keep a whole bag of things back up for their computer, you know, extra computer, um, you know, power supplies to whatever to get out if you've got a small business. Um, for horses out here right now, with, yeah, right. And for for horses out here with the smoke. Once they've started inhaling the smoke, it can take four to six weeks for them to get rid of all of it out of their lungs. Yeah. So you really can't ride, you can't compete. You know, one of the horses that was evacuated here, he's got a cough right now, and I know that he's just trying to clear the smoke out that he breathed in. Mm -hmm. um, for people out here with fires especially, if they have to turn their horses loose, do not leave a halter on them because they're gonna get caught up somewhere trying to escape the flames. Mm -hmm. That's there, true. there is a company. Um, it's called Equestra Safe, and they offer ID bands that you put on the fetlock. They are fireproof, and they have your phone number embroidered on it, so people can identify your horse and let you know where your horse is. That's fantastic. I don't you know, know what I, you know what I used in the hurricane last year. I used the um, Seminole feed cells, the big crayons, and I wrote yeah. all oh, over yeah. my horse. Go yeah. away, Irma. Yeah. Yeah, Louisa, my phone yeah. number all over Sonny's butt. I know a lot of people put on the phone number on their side yeah. with those. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Mm -hmm. I did that as well. But I like the Equisafe, the the, the yeah, fire safe band. Right, that sounds fantastic. like a lot. Because that can't you know, come yeah. off. Yeah. You know, that's going to yeah. stay on and unless also, someone takes and it they're off. Also they're also fluorescent colored, so you can see them in the dark or whatever. All right. The horses that are here, the owner, because she's so traumatized, she's left her Equestra Safe bracelets on her horses. And that's yeah. fine. They don't rub them. And, and if they were to get out of my property, then someone would know where they belong, too. The other Absolutely. thing is, if you're going to be walking horses through flame and trying to get them out because you don't have a trailer, you can't get in, whatever, always have a leather halter and a cotton lead rope because if you have the polyester stuff and the fire gets too close it will melt on the horse's face and burn them yeah good, good point, point. Yeah. yeah so those are just some of the things that we do out here for hurricanes and like i said you guys have some warning you know it's coming so you have time to get your supplies together um an extra set of clothing your medications if you take any your cell phone charger <laughs> that kind of stuff Battery-powered radio is um, not a bad idea in, in this case, especially actually. Uh, with with the fires, a lot of water. I would think you want to take a lot of water with you. And something yes, else I, I would recommend is if you have a young horse or a green horse, don't start doing the trailer training the day before the storm. Yeah. You may want to make <laughs> right. sure that you can get your horse in the trailer in plenty of time before there is any kind of a disaster. And it would be a good time to start working on that now if you haven't already, because uh, if we do have any storms here, or in fact, if you are in the fires, uh, having your horse prepared to jump in a trailer very right. easily. Uh, and if you can't do that yourself, get with an expert that can help you, because yeah. the last thing you need to be doing is having a panicked horse that 
has never been in a horse trailer before. Those are some, you know, good things just to load your horse up and drive around your neighborhood and get your horse familiar with being in a trailer because uh, that can be yeah. quite an experience in a, in a fire or a storm. Uh, and yeah, as I Jessica Lynn the, mentioned, the, medications yeah. for yourself and your horse, mm -hmm. if your horse takes any medications, um, snacks, lots of water, uh, medical kit for both you and the horse. Anything else, Jessica Lynn? Yeah, we also usually have hay nets and we fill them up with plenty of hay. Um, in my trailer, I've got four, four or five gallon jugs of water for the horses. But the thing is too, Louise, what you brought up, trailer train, trailer train, trailer train. If the rescue people are coming to help you because you don't have a trailer, if your horse doesn't get in in five minutes, they go to the next horse and your horse gets left behind, period. They are not gonna waste their time with a horse that won't load and they're not gonna train them for you. No. So if you really love your horse, trailer train them. Yes, absolutely. Um, some of the first yeah. aid kit supplies, um, things like adhesive bandages, cloth tape, antibiotic ointment, uh, antiseptic w uh, wipe packets, wet wipes, uh, absorbent compress, uh, scissors, of course, uh, non-latex gloves, yes. uh, gauze pads, first aid instruction information. Um, very important to have all of that for you and for the horses. I would have some vet wrap. Yeah, I would always have vet wrap. Right. <laughs> yeah. have and it. I know when, yeah. when we when we had the when we had the Bonsal fires last year, and all the racehorses had to go to the Del Mar track. I remember. Everyone that was helping to evacuate had their you know their uh, first aid kits, and were sharing their supplies. So it's not just for your horses when you put yeah. all these things right. in your trailer. Because someone's going to have forgotten vet wrap, they're going to have forgotten anything to clean a wound with, and the vets down here did the best they could, but they couldn't get to every horse as soon as they needed it. Right. With how many horses had to get evacuated from Bonsall? So now you have a you have a generator there at the farm and a lot of hoses. Yes. You're kind of very very prepared for all of this, having been through it a little bit. Um, most people probably in this situation would be very glad to have a generator. Right. <laughs> Because yeah. you don't and, and have you know, power it, quite often. <laughs> but, well, the thing is, too, we have wells out here. We don't have city water. And if you have no power, you have no water. This is true. So you've got to buy a generator that's big enough to service your house and your well or get two different ones. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and that's yeah. obviously helped you a lot over the course of the last few weeks. Um, something else to absolutely. remember, too, is candles, matches, and extra batteries. Because you don't know when you're going to yep. need uh, lighting, especially if you do not have a generator. So that's something to have around uh, around as well. And if you wear glasses, take them with you. Don't run out of the house in yeah. a panic and you can't <laughs> see where you're going. Um, that's some right. very my good daughter tips. got me the most my daughter got me the most awesome kit and this was because of the Bonsal fire last year. And she got it at Costco and it's a little zipper bag and what it has in it is a portable battery that you can even jump a car with. And it has little teeny tiny jumper cables, but you can charge your phones and it has a flashlight as well. And I was loving that to the neighbors who didn't have a generator to charge their phones. And because I had the generator, I had the well, my neighbors were coming to take showers. I guess a lot of people take showers at your house when you have a generator. <laughs> that makes sense, right? You would definitely be my best friend. That's right. For sure. Jessica Lynn, I want to thank you so much from Earth Song Ranch for joining us today. Jessica Lynn is an expert uh, consultations for horses on uh, natural homeopathic and holistic supplementation to help them uh, with all their problems, no sods, remedies, 
herbal worm as uh, organic herbs and uh, alternative methods that complement whatever you do with your veterinarian. So she's definitely worth reaching out to and she is also a fire expert. And I have this on an email if anybody would like this. It is a great list of recommendations to be ready for the hurricane that we are not going to have this year. Right. Jessica Lynn, <laughs> our prayers and thoughts from all of us here at the Horse Talk Show uh, from the team here. We just want to say that um, we hope that the fires are under control soon and that we're thinking of you every day. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend, Jessica Lynn. Yeah, God bless. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, great show this week. It was a real honor to have Heather and Boo here. We have a couple of people from uh, two different disciplines that are in the top of uh, yeah. those disciplines, and that certainly is an honor. So we thank you for joining us. And uh, whether you are in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. <laughs>Attention, North Central Florida, Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now, or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. 
The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve at the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. Book now while there are still rooms available. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. The GOAT FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. <laughs> the GOAT FM.